magic number. Gary, any complaints about that today? Um, you have complaints with the way we defended some of the some of the goals, um, but no, we didn't reach reach the levels that we've we've reached this season. That's the first time I can say that in all the games that we've had. Um, so disappointing on that fact. Um, I think we only really got playing anywhere near that sort of level when we actually went down to 10 men so it shouldn't have to take that sort of incident for us to, to kick into life and you know but unfortunately um, you know, some poor defending and, and we kind of gifted them the win today. The way we expressed ourselves today when, when we showed our, our qualities in the right areas and again uh, two beautiful goals from Andy Cow with the head and then Sacco finishing it off with a fantastic finish was uh, very much what we deserved even though there's a controversy the sending off I think that uh, the result deserved to be ours today and I think it was always looking like it was going to go in our favour. Three times one. What is it? One, two, three. magic number. Hello and welcome to episode 12, volume three of the Knees Up on the Brown West Ham podcast. And in the studio this week, we've got James Longman. Whoop, whoop. And also... That's all I'm going to do. Show whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> And also Dave TV's very own Russ Williamson is back for his second appearance. Irons. Irons. Now... Stop. Third. 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 Three is the magic number. We beat. We scored three against Swansea. Three wins on the trot. We're now third. There's three of us. There's three of us in the studio. <laughs> I've got three bollocks. <laughs> You've got three nipples, Russ. What have you got three of? Brain buttocks. Cells. Yeah, very good. <laughs> buttocks. He's got three buttocks. Um, also, can I just say we fast tracked yeah. this podcast forward yeah. because we couldn't we couldn't do tonight or tomorrow night or Wednesday nights or Thursday night. Yeah. We thought we we might not be third, but we won't <laughs> well, be third. We definitely, we, won't, we definitely be. won't be third after tonight. So, we fast tracked this to lunchtime. The only way we could record <laughs> this because Man United players have happened is if we do it this lunchtime before kickoff, so we're third and we can talk about that. Producer Alex has asked to move all of his diary <laughs> to fix it around. just because we're third for twenty four hours. Shifted around. Some big guns for this. He's giving the thumbs up. <laughs> um, yes, and on today's show, we're going to be talking about the three games since the last episode. West Brom, Newcastle, Newcastle, and uh, Swansea. Swansea yesterday, of course. Uh, and not we, in fact, that. we dispatch people from around the country. The North come to us, we dispatch them. <laughs> the like Midlands that. come to us, we dispatch yeah. them. The Welsh, we dispatch them. Newcastle, they're beating everyone. They come to Upton Park, they get turned over. Next. Next. <laughs> um, so we'll be talking about those three games. We'll be talking to Matty Everton. Matty Everton. Oh, oh God. God. Do you know what? I get misty-eyed thinking about that, man. I get a lazy such lob a, on. <laughs> such a great player for us. We're talking about Matty Everton, and then we'll talk about our next game, which is Sunderland. Sunderland away, away. of course. Yes, yeah, so your old, your old stomping ground, My University stomping of grounds. Sunderland. Yep. Me and the firm. <laughs> Where are they? The, in the... Polytechnic of Sunderland. <laughs> ninety seconds best university in England. Out uh, of about ninety-three. <laughs> no, it might have moved up since. No, I thought it wasn't <laughs> no, more university, no, it had, so it's no, gone it went down. down, then it's gone up again. I think he's <laughs> like he's ninety-first now. Excellent. Well, we've got all that good stuff to look forward to. But we'll begin with some feedback. Firstly, um, this is one of my favourite ever emails for the feedback section. Eddie Jobson. In an attempt to locate Christian Daly, I think there's a daily poster that should be made that makes him look a bit like Where's Wally. My brother once saw him in Onga taking his kid to a swimming lesson. No sightings of this elusive creature since. Thanks for the podcast. So Christian Daly, 
the feature rumbles on, but well, we had some big news. So an update is Bianca Westwood, yeah. who was our la- last uh, brilliant guest, was uh, gave me his number. I texted him. Nothing. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's in the he's in cr- like cry. What's the thing? Cryo freeze. Cry- cryogenic. Yeah. He's next to Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> We yeah. don't know where he is. When he comes out of status or whatever it is, he will, he will get back in touch with us. I'm, I'm going to sure. text him on the hour, every hour. Could text him on Christmas, Christmas morning. Happy it, Christmas, Without ringing Christian? the neck of a turkey. <laughs> uh, when he pops up. I'm sure Onga. we're going to get Christian Daly. I'm sure. We, we're closer now than we've ever been. Um, <laughs> I can smell him. It's time now for the feature that replaced Where's Christian Daly. <laughs> All right, it's West Ham Animals. <laughs> James Benjamin. Sorry, I know you said in the last week's episode that you were drawing a line under animal-related hammers, but I can't believe that nobody has yet said the most obvious. Bernard Lamar. Lama. Bernard Lama. Uh, See what he did. You're very good. Uh, And and, uh, another one who ignored the fact that this feature is now over. Uh, Kevin Wentworth. Carlton Colton Retriever. Luke Katz Neal. Thomas Hitzel Spurger. I don't know what that one is. Per... Uh, Oh, very good. Yeah, very good. Savio Nbereco, Javier Mascaramo. Yeah, Jesus. Um, And then you've put in something here, (laughs) James. No, 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 that's just a tweet. Ignore that. Okay, very good. Well, that completes the feedback section for this week. And on that awful (laughs) cat-related pun... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, we're in the market for a new feature to this <laughs> for this segment. If you've got an idea, podcast at kmb.com. Yeah. That's how you can get in touch with the show. Now, I was tweeting that one. Uh, ben, Twist and Shout on Twitter, said yeah. uh, yesterday, I want a proper smug podcast this week. Well. And so we are responding to that with a proper smug podcast. <laughs> third. Third. Um, right. Let's go back in time. Cast your mind back to that Newcastle game. Alan Parge at the time still riding the crest of a wave, but we turned them over. Turn them over. I know. A gritty performance. It was a yeah. gritty, Russell. But deserved. Yeah. And it was so nice to kind of grind out a result like that. Yeah. You know, never before do I feel kind of West Ham are going to do that, but now yeah. I just thought, yeah, we've got them. To be honest, I can't even remember the game. It's that, it seems like that long ago. We scored so many goals since. I'm like, what was the score again? Victory is a disease. Yeah. Like winning, this, we've got a winning disease. Yeah. I know. And it's this. just it's getting so predictable. It's boring. It's so boring now. How much I was booing the win yesterday. Every every goal that goes in, I boo now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're just grinding out results at the moment. It's just like we're the form team. Well, grind, Newcastle and West Brom were definitely grinds. Yesterday yeah, yeah. wasn't a grind. No. Yeah. Yesterday was uh, glorious. Well, I mean, all right, let's 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 gloss over the Newcastle victory. Is there any other things we want to say about that? No, I mean, essentially, that it's they came to us, they were smashing it, yeah. we beat them, yeah. laters. Yeah, it was a scrappy, <laughs> it was a scrappy result. <laughs> I guess we were solid, we were solid at the back. We were solid. Like, we they didn't trouble us. Yeah, we didn't really look like conceding. Was it Jenkinson who got the scrappy, like, Shin roll bobbler, got all Cresswell. Oh, we forgot uh, about Coyote's beautiful tee up for the goal. Oh, yeah. The assist was just next level. But Cresswell uh, read that. What is it? I was watching yesterday. The fullbacks must love having, in fact, Song wasn't playing that much, must must love having, you know, attacking intent a minute because every time they go forwards, they're right in the mix of it. And so that you just gamble, and Cresswell gambled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and when things are going bad, you don't typically get get that luck. But when things at the moment are going so well for us, we're getting goals like that. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't he, happen very often. And he looked generally so happy to have scored. Yeah, yeah. just the, I bet it was. the joy yeah. in his face. It's a great picture doing the rounds of him celebrating that that goal. Yeah. And then we went up to Birmingham on a Tuesday night. As I rec- was, it Tuesday or Wednesday night? Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday. And we went a goal down 
and one. What on earth? What, what on, on earth? earth? Russ, what on earth? <laughs> We're looking to you for answers, mate. So is everyone else. I'm, I'm, I'm baffled. I'm baffled. <laughs> Coming from behind is always beautiful to see. Away from home yeah. as well. Oh. I, I don't know. I just feel at the moment like we're going to score. I always feel like we're going to score. And mm. I just even going behind, even yesterday going behind, I thought, there's plenty of time still. I know. We're going to get back into it. We're going to get goals. We've got goals in us all over the park at the moment, it feels. I can't even, I can't, again, I can't even remember who <laughs> scored against Who did score? Tompkins got a winner. Tom, yeah, oh, the, the beautiful header, yeah. Nolan? Nolan. Nolan. Ta- Ta- Nolan, yeah. Yeah, it was at Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll's yeah, yeah. Oh, he's uh, acrobatic uh, oh. yoga technique. Oh yeah, that Bikram yeah. yoga over Essex. Ages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Billy Mucklow. <laughs> find out, find it. More details available at Billy Mucklow's Twitter. Um, James, I mean, going to go down like it doesn't face me like it used to. No, was it? Is it? I think the last two seasons we haven't come from behind to win. Yeah, and this time I've I genuinely twice. think every time we go behind, I'm not bothered. <laughs> I was at a away day um, with my company on Tuesday night and I had the score updates coming on and my mate said, uh, we, it, my away day, uh, my company mate, Britain's Got Talent and X-Factor mm. and all that stuff, and the winners of this year's uh, Britain's Got Talent, whose name escapes me, were performing. Um, and at a moment, he looked over and he just saw me go, like, clench my fist and go, yes! And he thought, he's God, loving he these guys. <laughs> he's he's a loving these guys. Fan. Fan. <laughs> and Tom, Tompkins had just scored. <laughs> Uh, but no, it doesn't. It's brilliant to go up there yeah. um, on a Tuesday night. Traditionally, is what you know away on Tuesday night in a grotty. Yeah, all thoughts oh, going. Here we go. Down. But again, demonstration of strength and depth this season. Yep. Just because yeah. you know, top strikers out. Yeah. Andy Carroll's coming in. I know. Yeah. And we just got different options. We can play different styles, different yeah. systems. Yeah. And to beat West Brom and Newcastle with uh, some of our key players out. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We're having a little rotation now. It's like, no, but we're, oh, we're resting for Swansea. We'll still turn them over. Yeah. Can you imagine that last year? No, never. No, I mean, never. the signings are just, look, they've really Although, brought us up another level. What I was thinking about this is, is like, West Ham United stuff tweeted, and he's pretty good. On this day last year, we were 17th with 13 points. We've got 27 now. We had three wins. We've got eight wins now. We had minus six goal difference. We've got plus eight now. And we had 13 goals scored, and we got 26 now. And the goals scored, one that's so important because remember last year we had uh, for the first half we had really good defence mm. and we never we didn't concede mm. much, and but we couldn't score yeah. and then we'd get the odd goal and we'd be it'd be over because we'd never get back into mm. it. Now we got scores and not just the guys up front. Goals are coming from everywhere. Mm. Like everyone's scoring. Everyone yeah. on that picture: yeah. Tompkins, Cresswell, yeah, right. yeah, Nolan. They're coming from all over, all over the place. Yeah, it's brilliant. We've got so many options and so many scores and such confidence. Yeah. So good. Let's um let's talk about the Swansea game because I mean, Andy Carroll is he's on fire at the moment. He's like firing him in, and the talk before the game was like, oh, Sam was saying I could have had Boney, could have had Carroll. When Boney got that open, he thought, oh god, here we go. Yeah. But Carroll, he's bounced back, Russ. I think I'm so pleased that he's got the goals now because obviously coming back from injury must be really hard. And as a striker, mm. it doesn't matter how well you play, you are judged on your goals, mm. and you could just kind of feel within him when he scored. You could just see that big release of like. Yeah. Yes, he's done yeah, it. Yeah. He's got the goal. And it just means so much to him. I mean, that second goal, the way he just embraced the whole bench, yeah. the way everyone was just loving it. Yeah. You, know, everyone, you could see across the whole entire squad, the backroom yeah. staff, how much it meant to just everyone for him to get that goal. Because he probably, he's probably worked so hard to get back. Yeah. And the kind of like the shit he's had since he's, oh, he's injury yeah, prone, yeah. you know, he's had it, he's not good yeah. enough. The and probably yeah, he's been getting. Like he, he, he probably picked up on the whole bony stuff as well. Like people probably going, oh, West Ham mm. could have had bony. Look at him, he's like smashing the yeah. goals in. But. Don't need him. Don't need him. Got Andy Carroll, James. Yeah. 
it was. I'm really pleased with him, actually. You could see how much it meant to him when he scored. Mm. And also the fact that I know people say, oh, God, it doesn't matter if he's injured because he's earning so much money. He's just sat at home playing PlayStation. <laughs> but they wanna, people want to play. You yeah. know, footballers want to play. Yeah. Even amateur footballers, if you get injured, it's frustrating. You want to play. You don't want yeah. to sit at home, you know, watching a match yeah. on TV. You want to be out there. And you can see how much it meant to him. And I'm so pleased yeah. for him. And also, he was... You know, one of the big differences yesterday, he terrorised them. Unplayable. Absolutely terrorised yeah. them. And he was everywhere. And it's funny, where we were sat, those people around us were going, you know, he could, you know, he could only play on air, air and stuff. There was a few times where he chested it down, took it down, laid it off. Like, he can play in the air and he yeah. can play on the ground. And yeah. I've always said that about him. I think he's a class act and yeah. I really, really hope he stays fit. Yeah, his uh, movements <clears> and <throat> goals were brilliant. Oh, the and first, I don't know they kind of referenced Teddy a little goal. bit, but... To lose his marker yeah. and just like the Headed way he looped it back, it back in, power, precision. But it's per- I mean, it accuracy. was a perfect, that was the first time. We had a lot of attacking intent and the final ball wasn't there. Jenkinson's ball was a perfect cross. Yeah. Mm. You know, power, outswinging, mm. spot on for Cow, exactly what he needed. Yeah. It's so refreshing. Like, like we touched on earlier, those, those fullbacks just bombing on. Yeah, It's so good to see. And those balls they're putting in, Jenkinson just looks oh. different. And I think that's made a big difference as well this year. Just Yeah. Like the fullbacks last year. I mean, Guy Demel, I like. I think he's a good. <laughs> Matt but Taylor. He didn't put the balls in like they no. do. Yeah. And they just bomb on, and they just look yeah. so hungry. Yeah, yeah. Both of them like just want to prove something. Got the pace, yeah. haven't they? The pace that Matty Taylor didn't really have last year. Yeah. Yeah. All the signings have brought us up another level. They've yeah. just pushed us on in every respect. Song just looks um, remarkable. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. When he so, gets a ball, I literally just go. Oh, here we go. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he just strides past them, and he yeah. knocks it around, and everyone's everyone wants yeah. a ball off him. You know, everyone bombs on. It must yeah. be to have a player of that class in our team. It's made such a difference. Uh, Dapper Dan on Twitter was saying that he not was, Dapper laughs. Not Dapper, <laughs> not to be confused with Dapper laughs. Gets it, got in a lot of trouble with that. Um, but he was saying like he worked with some Arsenal fans who were saying like, oh yeah, Alexon only looks good for you because he's playing with average players. Ross, I put that argument to you. Just, just bitter. I mean, where, where are they in the league? <laughs> exactly. Like, Have you seen the like... footage of Arsene Wenger at the train station? I haven't watched it. I've been no, reading about it. It's grim. grim. It's grim. But funny, you know, it's always, <laughs> it's always good to see Arsenal fans, but isn't it? I think some Arsenal fans say that. I know some other, other Arsenal fans that are like, we would love to have him back. Yeah. They yeah. look at I mean, they took, back, they took back Flamini, who yeah. was, was quality for them yeah. back then, but he's not come back and like, yeah. the way Song's just kind of come back and just shown straight away yeah. his class were out. Yeah. They yeah. would definitely take him. Oh, um, I'd rather him as a Wilshire every day of the week. Yeah. He's incredible. Um, a quick word as well on Sacco. He came back, and I mean... He was just—he was lightning, wasn't he? He was just like the I mean, chances he, he got. He could have yeah. had four. Again. Yeah, he could have. He could have had four when he went through. I mean, the sending off. I kind of, even though it's right where we're sat, yeah. we kind of missed it because I wasn't sure if it's actual sending off or not. Mm. Um, but apparently, he would have if he had scored. The ref would have disallowed it. Yeah, still yeah. Sending he blown, he blown the whistle. Blown yeah. The whistle. Yeah. yeah, I've watched it a few times. And, and <laughs> yeah, it—it it was a harsh sending off, I think. Yeah. But. The way the refs obviously interpret it is like yeah. that's the rule. He's the yeah, last yeah, man. Yeah, he's goal yeah. And I think Williams did give him a little push. Yeah. yeah. And that was made him like kind of yeah. handball it slightly yeah, past it was, the keeper. It looked like but, but it was um I mean he looked brilliant when he came yeah. on. The way he took his goal as well. Just yeah. Like yeah. smashed it in. That's confident. Emphatic <laughs> yeah, yeah. Such confidence. And again, you could see how much he wanted to score. Yeah. yeah. Like again, like every opportunity he was just there yeah. buzzing to get it in. Yeah. And it feels like this team have such a strong team spirit and yeah. every goal is properly celebrated yeah. and there's a you must think 
we can keep going and going when yeah, that yeah. level of confidence yeah. is up yeah, there. Yeah. And we should mention Nolan, actually, because everyone is like, oh, God, we're Nolan and Carroll back mm. in the team. They both earned their places. Yeah. Yep. And they're both playing excellently. Nolan was great yesterday. Yep. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. It was really, you know, he was breaking it up and playing it out and working yeah. his socks off. Yeah. Yep, it's what he's what he's paid to do. Yeah, I thought a quick word of talking about celebrations. Big Sam celebration when we oh, got the third. Ah, oh, the passion of the man. I'm. Do you know what? I'm turning around on him so much. <laughs> like, and I, I hope it's not just the results. But I think we're playing great stuff. He's, he's answered every question. Mm-hmm. And I said after the uh, West Brom game, I was like, surely now we must be a bit closer to, uh, you know, Big Sam's Clarenville Army chant. And a few yeah. people on Twitter said, no, never. It's like, what do you want? Like, I I know. Do, I what know. more can I the man do? It just it feels like you, the way the way he kind of celebrated at the end is almost like he's finally got the moment where he's got the the board that believe yeah. in him they've, they've given him the investment yeah and he's got players that want to play for him and he's he's like got injury yeah. free and all of a sudden it's kind of like now he's able to like prove what yeah, what yeah. he can do yeah you know at Newcastle he was never given the chance obviously Bolton mm. he was very limited with what he could do in terms of resources but it feels like with West Ham he kind of got to this stage and now it's kind of like well yeah. we believe in you. Let's see what can happen. Yeah. And here we at are. At the moment, it's all looking good. Oh, have yeah. we ever been the third before? I think it was I think <laughs> Eight, I've 19, seen, 15 years, I think. <laughs> I think it was like 1999 it said this is the best we've been like it's in a, a league I position. Was, like we're at a any third stage. By match of the day. Yeah. On match of the day two, they said this <laughs> is the best. On the, <laughs> on, on, <laughs> there, was, there was so many teams below us that began with W that like we, it was just before the first game of the season. <laughs> Didn't they say it was the best Premier League start we've ever had though? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wow. There we go, eh? I mean, I can't ever imagine us losing again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, the only sound note was uh, a Jenkinson yeah. slight hamstring. Apparently. Oh, really? Oh, um, and also that Big Sam might be going to Arsenal. <laughs> oh come on! That's six oh six. Is that the, the six oh six? That yeah. might, that I uh, loved that so much. Which you clarified just in case listeners haven't heard. But uh, an Arsenal fan rang up six oh six and said Wenger out and Big Sam in. I mean. I love that so much. I can't love that more. <laughs> Unless it was an inside job. Unless it was a West Ham fan. Just yeah, in fact, that'd be honest. funny to do, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. We should do that. Yeah, yeah we could. <laughs> just think like of a every, think we a crazy do, opinion. Yeah. Every club that has a bad light who's moaning about like Spurs, we should pony <laughs> as a Spurs fan and say, <laughs> Big Sam for Spurs. <laughs> I mean, Pochettino does know it. We need that Big Sam to come over here and sort us out. Um, and do you know what I'm also really excited about tonight is uh, the FA Cup draw. Yes, yes. yes. I'm suddenly really excited about the FA Cup well, because it's a season yeah. we've essentially got nothing to lose. Yeah. Well, no, come on. We want to get Champions League football. And yeah. Then, I mean, well, we will do. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> we're obviously we're there. But the FA Cup. Not yeah. The run. FA Cup. Yeah. But the problem is because when we get really excited, we think we're playing really well. It's yeah. like it'll be Chelsea away <laughs> first game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but did you Chelsea have fallen after, after Newcastle <laughs> turned them over right. we're on yeah, the we're rise them can I just up. say no one will want to play us at this moment no no. but how lovely is that no one will want yeah. to play yeah. us yeah. we get but a home one draw. team yeah. I think it's Sunderland we should beat them yeah. we should beat, we'll talk about it a bit later but come on but did you see about the FA Cup that we're going to wear that purple, purple strip the whole way through yeah what Which? so yeah. do you know the, the, third purple, kit? the third kit so obviously oh, the cynics and you will go Obviously, the sales are probably a bit low. <laughs> Christmas is coming up. Oh, I would, I would never even, I would never <laughs> even suggest that. <laughs> but apparently, yeah, we're going to wear the purple kit throughout the FA Cup. Because well, we get to the final, surely. Because <laughs> every other be... kit is sold out in the <laughs> shop. 
But so could I just been at home wearing yeah, yeah. that purple kit? Listen to me, not if we get to the final. I just, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just said that and I thought, what am I talking about? <laughs> we'll get knocked out to some well. shit team in the third round. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've cancelled my plans for May. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> So, our next guest was signed from Spurs in 2003 as part of a deal that saw Freddie Canute go the other way. He played in the first game in the old first division in 2003. He won Hammer of the Year in 2004. He scored a blinder in the playoff final against, uh, semi-final against Ipswich. And he also played as we lost to Palace in the final in 2004. But a year later, he set up the winner as we uh, returned to Premiership against Preston. And he was back at the Millennium Stadium in 2006 to start in the FA Cup final against Liverpool. He's played 195 games for West Ham and scored 18 goals. I mean, come on, we're dealing with a legend here. Welcome to the show, Matty Everton. Hi, guys. How are you, Matty? I mean, you achieved so much at West Ham going through all that there. It must be a great Yeah, team. no, yeah. I've played in some massive games. Um, I, I really enjoyed my time at West Ham. It was, um, it was brilliant. Um, yeah, cut finals, uh, playoff finals, the massive games at the bowling. It, it was brilliant. And I mean, um, I mean, you've just recently announced your retirement. I think like last week. But I understand you were training with West Ham just before that. Was there any chance of you returning? Um, not really. I don't think so. Anyway, I uh, I got offered by I'm best mates with James Collins and uh, his best man at my wedding, and uh, I just had a little girl, and um, he just called me that day as it goes, and he just said, "Oh, uh, Sam was asking what you're up to." and uh, he didn't know that I was actually a free agent at the time, and he, mm. he just said, like, to come in and do a bit of training. So, training with the boys for two and a half weeks. Um, really enjoyed it. It was just as Sacco and Valencia in that had signed as well, so it was good to see them, how mm. well they're doing now. Great. And, um, yeah, no, I've really enjoyed it. I had, had a great time. Unfortunately, I picked up a back injury, and, and uh, it kind of fizzled out a little bit. But there was no promises from anyone that I was mm. going to sign or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, it has been a dream to, to finish off my career there, but maybe it was for the best to... You know, I'm probably not the player I was when when you boys saw, saw me five or six years ago. My back is sore now, so it's probably a good thing for everyone. Well, I mean, if we cast our mind back ten years ago, back to 2004, there's not. I assume there's nothing wrong with the back uh, then, especially that Ipswich second leg. We all we all rate it as one of our favourite ever matches, what and your match. goal in that game, I mean, yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's got to be probably my favourite goal um, I ever scored. The atmosphere there that night under the lights. Um, says it all really and um, it was such a big goal at a crucial time in the game mm. um, yeah unbelievable feelings you know it was it was uh, a night that I'll never forget without a doubt we, we had Steve Lomas on a couple of weeks ago and he said like obviously we went on to lose in the final but the atmosphere was so great that he felt that West Ham kind of peaked maybe in the semi-final Did, would you agree with yeah, that? yeah it's a good shout yeah we played so well over those two legs mm. um, that maybe we did that the, the final against Palace was a poor game really and they didn't deserve to win it and we didn't deserve to win it and obviously Shipley scored that last minute goal um, but <laughs> we, we made up for it the, the year after that against Preston and I thought we were the much better side and and uh, yeah, it was hard after that Palace game and we made sure that we weren't going to uh, suffer those same feelings again a year later and that, that was a great day. Yeah, I mean, and you set up the winner in that game but I mean, how fired up were you going into that Preston game? Yeah, massively fired up. The, the disappointment we felt, they're such big games playoff finals mm. Um, you know, to lose against Palace the way we did, not you know, knowing that we didn't play as well as we could have played, um, was heart wrenching for us. So to make up for it and do it again a year later, don't get me wrong, we'd have we'd have much rather gone up automatically, but because <laughs> they are they are nerve wracking games without a doubt. But to, to do it and to do it back at the Millennium Stadium and and uh, and go up was brilliant. Mm. Was it the most nerve wracking games of your career? Looking back, 
it was it was those playoff finals mm. without a doubt. So uh, they they were horrible because it was the prize was so big at the end of it. Mm. Um, I played in two cup finals as well, but we were, we were the underdogs in those games. So you're going out there with nothing to lose, but nerve wracking uh, and nerve wise, it, it was definitely those playoff finals. Mm. And what were the celebrations like after after we beat Preston? Was it just like such an amazing relief? Yeah, no, it was amazing, mate. It was. It was um, I, I had times at West Ham that I'll never ever forget. That I can always take with me. And um, yeah, we, we had a great night after that game. All the boys were were buzzing. Obviously, you know, we got promoted back into the Premier League, and, and that's where West Ham deserved to be. Mm. And we kind of like it was a crest of a wave, really, because we we came up, and then the two thousand five two thousand six season, everyone played a blinder. Um, yourself included. I mean, was the vibe in the squad just amazing at that time? Yeah, we had a lot of young, hungry players at the time, and um, you know, Nigel Rio Coca played really well that season. Marlon had a good season, scored a lot of goals. Um, Bobby, we had me and Yossi on the wings that mm. complemented each other really well. Yeah, so that 2005-2006, and we had so many great games in that. Um, I was thinking as well, like the uh, the last game at Highbury, um, the last game Arsenal lost at Highbury, and you, you played on that night. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that was the uh, the invincible team as well. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. They were coming towards the end there, but I remember Bobby give. Sol Campbell to run around and finish his career and um, uh, yeah no that was that was another great night and I think it was the last game at Highbury as well wasn't it so, yeah, yeah yeah last game they lost yeah. at Highbury yeah and then we were the first ones to beat him at the Emirates as well so yeah well yeah we had, we had some great times and, and um, that was that was a great night as well there were so many great nights that or great games that I, I played in for West Ham. And the beating Arsenal at home with Pardew and Wenger on the touchdown. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was there was a lot of great games that I played in. And I felt feel really fortunate to have done that. Yeah, that that game with Pardew and Wenger like had a set two on the touchline. Didn't you set up the winner in that game as well for Harewood? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did set up the winner. Uh, yeah, down the left hand side and, mm. and put it over for for Marlon. So. Yeah, great memories. Um, and what was the banter like? In this? Did everyone know that, that Pardew had had like a set two with Wenger on the touchline when they got back to the dressing room? Um, yeah, I think everyone saw it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, to be fair, he's always been the same Wenger, isn't he? He don't like losing him. And uh, it wasn't no different that day. So, um, yeah, Pardew's, uh, he gets a bit excited on the touchline like he did when I scored that goal in the playoffs. Straight in the crowd. Did, does Pardew yeah. Pard like a bit of banter? Does he accept banter back, or is he a bit like a? Is it no, no, he was good. I, I really liked him. He's mm. one of my favourite managers I've, I've played under. To be honest, he was brilliant for me and a uh, great man manager. Technically very good as well. And I think he went left a bit too early when the new owners come in, and I think mm. he was treated a bit harshly. To be fair. Mm. Um, but I mean the, the highlight, I guess, really. For, I mean, certainly for a fan's perspective, is probably the FA Cup final on that that day. Did you feel like you had the beating of Liverpool that day? Yeah, I felt we were the better side. And if it wasn't for Steven Gerrard, we'd have been listening that cup. I'd yeah. come off after about seventy-five minutes, I think, and yeah. um, we were three-two up, and I, I genuinely thought that that was it, and we were going to lift the FA Cup, and yeah. Gerrard would pop up with that goal, and then I, I seen a, a, he was going to the European Championship, the World Cup that summer, and I'd done a a video thing with him at home and that, and he said the only reason he, he hit that ball is because he had, he had cramp and it was really <laughs> sore, so he said he couldn't run with it, so he had to hit it, and it's gone in from 35 yards, so, yeah. So was, annoying, that, isn't that it? Was, that was hard to take, that one, definitely. Yeah. Well, as you mentioned there, like things unraveled for Pards the season after, and like look at what he's done now at Newcastle, you know, he had that really rough time and he's pulled it back. Do you think if he'd have had a bit more time, he would have done that at West Ham? I, I, I genuinely do, honestly. I, I do. Um, you know, when new owners come in, it is tough because they've got their own ideas and they want to change things about and that. But he he needed more time and 
you know, we, we just brought in Tevez and Mascarano and um, they were going to need time as well. So um, he was treated harshly and if he had been given time, then um, we'd have, you know, he'd have done really well for West Ham. We did do well for West Ham, but he'd have done even better in, in my eyes. Yeah. Mm. Um, so you played under Pardew, Kerbs and Zola. Um, who was your, who was your favourite oh, out of those three? It had to have been Pardew, to be honest. Yeah, yeah Pardew, Pardew was, um, was brilliant for me. He got the best out of me. And, uh, yeah, Pardew without doubt. Mm. And it was a kind of tricky time as well because obviously the thing started unravelling with the Icelandics like uh, under curves and players were getting sold like behind his back. W- was it a tough time as a player during that time? Um, yeah, it was. It was It was tough. Obviously, new players being brought in as well so you, you're wondering about your own place in the team and um, there's a couple of games I was left out mm. which at the time, because I'd had such a good season the season before, I wasn't too happy about but there's other players that are being left out as well which which happens, I suppose. But, um, yeah, it was a tough time for everyone, really. The club were going through a bit of a transition at that stage, and mm. it was quite hard. Mm. Um, and then, obviously, under Zola, you, you made the move to Stoke. Was it a tough decision? Did you want to stick around, or what were um, your thoughts? Uh, a little bit. I actually started off really well under Zola, mm. and um, I scored a few goals, and um, he actually he liked me as a player, and I was playing in a different position just inside... Um, just off the striker, mm. he played two two players inside, just off the striker, and it suited me. And I was getting more of the ball there as well. So, um, yeah, but obviously my personal problems, everyone knows about, mm. and especially West Ham uh, people, that it kind of got on top of me a little bit. So, and that's one one regret I do have um, about my time at West Ham is that I did leave un- under a little bit of a cloud, somewhat. So, and mm. I had such good times there, and I, I think of that club so fondly. I'm still, you know, still my team now. So. You know, to leave under that cloud was a little bit mm. left a little bit of bad taste in my mouth, and it was only my fault. It was no one else's fault. But I just, I just wish that I hadn't left that way. You know? Mm, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, you, you say West Ham was your favourite club, but whenever you played against us, you always seemed to play a blinder. Unfortunately, <laughs> I know. So, yeah. I know. I yeah, mean, how I did know. that? How does that work? <laughs> yeah. you've, got, you've got to do your job, mate. Ain't you? <laughs> and I know a few of the boys there, so you, you get a little bit more competitive again, don't you? So, yeah. No, yeah, no, I, it was weird. I did, I did do well against West Ham when I played. It was strange, really. And then obviously, I've got loads of friends that are West Ham fans as well. And, uh, I, I'm not, I know that a lot of fans don't forgive me for what happened in the FA Cup quarter final. Well, so. <laughs> you played so, outstanding uh, that game as well. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's one of those things. But look, genuinely, West Ham is my team and it, uh, it always will be. I, I had such great times at that club. It, it was brilliant. Mm. Um, so you, obviously your best mate of James Collins what is uh, yeah. do you speak to him about how it is there at the minute because obviously we're having an amazing time has he, yeah, does no, he relay I, kind of... yeah I speak I speak to Ginger every day we're really close and uh, yeah he's, he's loving it he's, he's not too happy at the minute because he's not playing but yeah. um, uh, no, the, the competition they've got now there for places is, is frightening really the squad they've got is you know you look at uh, you've got Sacco and, and Barrow up front you've got Valencia um, Downing yeah you know, players like Alan Fantano, got Noves and Song, vying, you know, vying for position, centre midfield, and uh, Coyote's done really well. Ginge, Tomkins and Reed at the back. Mm. You know, the competition for places there are looking really, really strong. And again, yesterday, I watched the game yesterday, and they're fantastic. Mm. Great. It's, and then, I mean, we've only got a season left, uh, well, a season <laughs> and a half left at the Bolin. Are you, you going to think you're going to get the chance to go back there and say goodbye to the old place? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Ginny's got a box there, so I'm definitely going to get down. Then I've retired uh, towards the end of the season and go down and watch a few games without doubt. Awesome. What's What's next for you? 
Have you um, thought about that yet, or are you sure just taking some time off? Uh, plenty of golf, uh, uh, looking after my daughter like I'm doing today, which is <laughs> out shopping. But uh, no, just um, I'm going to do my badges, but that will probably I won't go into coaching for another couple of years, um, and maybe do a bit of media work here and there. But just enjoy myself for a couple of years and chill out. That's my plan, mate. And um, see my see my little girl grow up, and um, uh, and then we'll take it from there. Nice. Awesome. Well, good luck with it all. Yeah, well deserved. And all I can do is thank you for the great memories you provided us down the years. Uh, no, really pleasure, appreciate it. Pleasure, thank you. Thanks, Matty. Enjoy Cheers, your retirement. Mate. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Bye, bye, bye. Cool. That was Matty Everington. Matty hey? Everington. Oh, what a pleasure. I loved, yeah, I loved him. One of my favourite players. That was Jay, one of my like, favourite teams as well. I know. But that team that came up, I just... He's, he, the quality of balls into the box from him, always on point. He was yeah, always he was, so good. He was, yeah, he was a great, great little uh, winger. And it's uh, just a... Sh- you know, the wheels just fell off, didn't it? That, mm. Yeah. But it's interesting what you said about Pardew. How do we give him a chance? Well, ge- generally, most of the players are re- that we've had yeah. on have been really positive about yeah. Pardew, haven't they? Yeah. They, what we heard coming out of the club was that there was a lot of stuff yeah, going on the scene. So yeah. mate, who knows? I yeah. mean, even Nigel Mediocre suggested that to me that it yeah. wasn't the problems weren't. Yeah, I'd love to get Rio from Coke the players. I'd love to get Rio Coke on here to see what he'd say. We were talking about Rio Coke. Where is he now? He's, he's, like, it, he's, he's like, like Canada, America, Canada, America, America, or something. Yeah, Canada. Yeah, 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 Couple, he's still got his uh, hand attached <laughs> to his ear. <laughs> <laughs> Poor lad. Uh, let's move on and talk about predictions. We've got Sunderland away. Um, Russ, first, what do you think? I, I mean, I want to be really, really positive, but I, I hate us going up up north like that far. And it just, oh, it worries me. It worries me that like, I think like. What do you mean? <laughs> Because we're always struggling that part. I hate anywhere past Watford, basically. I'm worried. I'm worried for safety. (laughs) I mean, it's a long way. It might snow. You've got to get climatised. That's where the walking walking dead set, right? Suddenly. (laughs) No, go up there early. Start base camp early. Yeah. Um, Base camp in Birmingham. (laughs) I don't know. I I kind of Ah. feel like because of the moment we're doing so well, it's going to be a crappy little club like Sunderland that the wheels fall off again. But um, hope I hope we can get nil nil. My my fear You're is that my, my fear is like Connor Wickham though. Yeah. You know, like you know, everyone's banging on about yeah. how we try to yeah. sign him. You know, you know, he's destined to pop up and yeah, score. Try to sign Boney. Look at him. He's on his yeah. arse. <laughs> so what can I just say? How small are Swansea? All of their team are about four foot. For Leon Britton's yeah. five foot two. It's, crazy, it's literally it? like the Rowling, Willy Wonka's yeah. Oompa Loompa's <laughs> running on. Montero, they were so small. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, I hate us going up there. <laughs> uh, they don't score many. We're scoring loads. Twenty-four nil. <laughs> we've done so. We've got such a good record at Sunderland recently, haven't we? Yeah. we beat them last yeah. year. I swear we beat them. Yeah, year last before. year it was Monday night, wasn't it? Last yeah, yeah. Year. No, we did one, two, one. Diarmi. Yeah, that was, that was I'm going to go to the top four. Oh, I haven't heard. Here, yeah, top four, mate. West Ham. <laughs> Jog on, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Nobody's mentioned it. It's funny, no. is it? When he's scoring, everyone's like, oh, we shouldn't have got rid of him. Yeah, later. Yeah. It's the same with Ravel, though, isn't it? Yeah. Who? With Ravel Morrison, <laughs> exactly. So, like, when, when we were doing bad, he was oh, we should be playing him, yeah. giving him a chance. Now, no one yeah, cares. No. Trust in Sam. Yeah, on his yeah. Yeah. And his big Believe sausage fingers. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Thumbs. Uh, I think 2-1. Uh, 
West Ham. I'm going to be positive. I'm going yeah. to get positive. I think I think we'll win. I think we'll win. We need to start a relegation <laughs> thread. Part of me thinks, oh yeah, we're third. Another part of me thinks, 13 points to safety. Like yeah. even now, even now, yeah. that's just 13 more. That's points manager speak. Fine. He'll yeah. be he'll be going until we get 40 points. We're not yeah. safe. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll start dreaming big. Imagine Champions League. Imagine it. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd imagine Champions League. I really don't want to be in the Europe. Oh, kind of <laughs> I'm a few, my yeah. mouth refuses to say it's so shit. Europa League. Channel 5. Oh, I don't want that. It's I'm just, just happy. I'm just enjoying it. Let's just enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's ride, let's, yeah, let's ride this wave. All the way to Sunderland. <laughs> um, it won't go to Sunderland. Yeah. I'm scared of the wave going <laughs> <laughs> It won't uh, make it that far. Russ, thank you very much for joining us. Pleasure. You can follow Russ at Russ Willie. Yeah. Russ with one S. One S. Confusingly. And Willie, yeah. W-I-L-L-I. Confusingly. <laughs> Confusingly. Russ and Willie It's almost like wrong. he doesn't want followers. Yeah. No. Russ and Willie spelt wrong. <laughs> uh, James, thank you very much. Thanks. Follow James on Long As One. Long As One. Spell how it sounds. Yep. Uh, with a number at the end. You can follow myself, Chris, it's on CJ Skull, Skull with a C, on Twitter. You can also email the podcast by emailing podcast at kmb.com. We have the KMB forum and the Facebook group. Or why not follow Graham Howlett, who is the editor-in-chief of Knees Up by the Brown, at kmb.com on Twitter. Excellent. The dark camp lord. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll speak to you after Sunderland when we may or may not have a big guest, but we'll... Uh... Will we be first then? I don't know. It's always Do you pick up home. points during the week when you're not playing? We could be three points. We could be three <laughs> points behind. We might be eight points in front. <laughs> if we get back from Sunderland safe, as yeah. which is Russ's concern. God bless. Yeah. All right. Pray we'll... for them. Pray for West Ham. <laughs> getting their back in front. Back safer. <laughs> Light a candle. <laughs> uh, we'll speak to you next week after Sunderland. Come on, you Come on, yours. Yours.